Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. And today in this episode, we prove that uh, technology is superior over magic, <laughs> at least when it comes to stopping you playing video games. Yes, yes. Unless I've got a magic computer. <laughs> Do you have a magic computer? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think that such thing exists. Uh, so last week you had much trouble with the combat and yeah. I suggested plugging in your Xbox controller into yeah. your... PC, how did you fare with that endeavor, Tony? So after an hour of playing Mortal Kombat with my controller <laughs> and drivers, Fatality. I still have no idea why it wouldn't work because the computer would recognize it was plugged in every time I plugged oh, it okay, in. Okay, so that the computer the problem, said Xbox 360 didn't... controller plugged in, but then the controller would do nothing. I couldn't do anything with the controller. 360 or Xbox 360. One. I looked up all the things on how to connect the 360 controller to your computer yeah, and did it? everything it said to do. Okay, and nothing worked. So after an hour, I gave up. Loaded up the, the game. game. Probably doesn't know know about that computer. And it wasn't the game; it was the computer. But the computer was binging there, saying it was connected. Wasn't yeah, it? and then it wouldn't work. Uh, See my frustration. Yeah. So after an hour of yes. doing that, I gave up. Loaded the game anyway, mm. and played it. Mm-hmm. And so the fight that I died at mm. with the guys with the helmets and the maces. First, um, you fight one guy. So that's after you go. You actually got a fire, and you come back to that. Yep. Fork in the road room, yeah. and you have another battle. Yeah, then you that's fight one, just, yeah. and then you fight two, two yep. and then you fight three. Yeah, yep. and after the third time, the third and final guy killed me. Yeah. I threw the game away again. Yeah, I got much better at combat, but I couldn't with the control system. You cannot fight three of them and survive. Yeah, like um, you just can't. You can back away from them so they don't hit you, but then you never hit them, and so. I tried gaming the game and seeing when they made an error and left an opening and they would do that and you'd run in and attack that one but the amount of time it took you to do that, the third one had positioned himself behind you so you had nowhere to go and you got hit by the third one. Yeah. And three times I died on the third and final one, so the sixth one, Mm. and then I said, no, this game's toilet and threw it away again. (laughs) So I'll be very interested to hear your thoughts on the Mm. game. Mm. Let's. So I finished it. Right through to the end, I pretty much played the whole thing on Saturday, like from when, when we left off last time. Mm-hmm. So I beat the fire god, got back to that main room. Yep. So from there, right through the end of the game in one sitting, pretty much. Okay. Just because I was running out of time. I'm like, I need to get this done. So I'm going to do it. Wifey, go away. I'm just, this is where I am for the next. Uh, so what was that? Like seven hours. So 10 hours in total playtime. Okay. Probably would have been. Fairly close. I didn't leave it idling too long. Okay. Yep. And plus a bit of restarting and stuff for the game and whatnot. So, yeah. So, it's it's 10 to maybe 12 if you found all the secret areas and stuff like that, which I didn't find all of them. Yeah. Um, let's talk about combat then, saying that's, you know, what you had the That's what killed the controller. me. Yep. And I can say, if you couldn't beat the three guys in that part there with ease, then you were never going to yep. beat the partisan later on okay. because it gets yep. hard. Yeah. Um, and not... not um, I wouldn't say it's not very hard where you're kind of dying a lot. I, on the toughest battles, I died maybe once or twice, yep. you know, kind of thing. Uh, but it, but it, it's the controls. It scales up. You need to be able to control the character. Yeah, well, with three people, the my strategy for, for it was always try to keep three of them in a line and facing so that – because the way the way – the, AI works if they're standing behind another enemy, they don't attack you. Yeah. But if they get around to the side or flank you, then, then they'll they attack, attack you. while you're in there. So yep. if you can 
somehow keep yourself spinning around so they're all pretty much lined up behind each other. Which you probably can do when you can change targets easily. Yeah. But I could never change. I couldn't change targets. I was too busy trying to keep myself alive to remember what button it was to change my focus target. Yeah. And so then I would be on this really awkward angle yeah. looking at the guy that I'm here, not focusing and on over here, and then that like, guy I actually want to be fighting is the one I'm not focusing yeah, on yeah it's like watch out behind you so you yeah. know like yeah if you come out with three of them you take the first guy you go do 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 me attacking yeah. him and he push, you push him behind the yeah. middle guy yeah. and he and might you, start stepping around to the right so what you do is you flick over to him dodge around to the right and all of a sudden yeah. back into a line again attack attack yeah. attack and just rinse and repeat. so they clearly did the combat for a controller there's yeah. just too much your left hand is trying to do on a keyboard. I did contemplate going back and trying it with the controls, just with the keyboard and mouse to see if I could do it. But I'm like, this was hard enough on the controller. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do it. It wouldn't have been a fun experience, I don't yeah. think. Um, so I just didn't, I didn't, didn't bother. bother. But like, for me, my experience with the combat was fantastic. It it's looks good. The combat looks great. It's responsive. Yeah. I love the little bits like you can like the evade in this is not just evade, it's also a closer as yeah. well. So you can close in and then do a quick little melee attack or, or a melee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the melee attack with the stun and stuff. And every bad guy has its own little thing you can do to to beat it, like its own little technique okay. of working around what it's got, which is nice. There's a nice counterbalance yep. and Having in the multiple enemies as well, like there's one guy you probably didn't see who's like a big giant guy with a big heavy staff axe mace thing, lots of big heavy attacks that you can't block, yeah. lots of spinning attacks. Okay. And so the strategy with him is to dodge to the left and use your heavy sword strike on him yeah. and then dodge to the left and just circle around dodging yeah. and he keeps missing you with these big strikes and he can't hit you. Yeah. That works great. Except when there's three other dudes uh, hanging around. And that you you're need to, to them. Yeah. So you try to like take them out first, but then he does his massive charge uh, in. So there's lots of cool I know just the enemies didn't work really well together. Like the little guys there would harass you. And when you get a, a Mason Shield guy and you've got to stun him first before you start attacking, it really slows down your uh, cadence. So yeah, okay. it gives him time to come around and start flanking you yep. as well. You can you can kick people off bridges and stuff. Oh, that's which nice. Which is fantastic. It's just like, yeah, screw you, shorty guy. Boom, <laughs> off you go. That's problem solved. Next one. I just, I love it when you can knock. Use the environment. Use the environment yeah. against them. That was, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, as it gets really hard, you have to fight uh, shadow versions of uh, the first, the first two gods, um, uh, Valravan and uh, Sturd, Sturd. The spelling is really weird. S U R T R. Oh, Serta. Yeah, Serta. Yeah. I have no idea how you say that. Yeah. Um, I wrote them down so that I'd remember it. Then I'd love to get the word. Uh, I don't know. You say how I pronounce that. So, yeah. Um, to the fire god. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you got to fight. Uh, you, well, you never saw um, Val Raven. No, I didn't. So Serta's this big guy, really slow, big heavy attacks. Well, Serta, um, Val Raven's opposite to that. Okay. Lots of quick Super attacks fast. and throws blades at you. We have to deflect. Okay. Um, and. Does a charge like a, a straight shot charge? You have to dodge out of the way of that, and so that fight was really good. That that's like lots of layers of getting you used to all the techniques that you're going to have to yeah, come up against with the other element, other enemies later on. Yeah, there isn't a huge variety of enemies. Like you've seen mace guy, mason shield guy, and the the oh, sword cray guy, yeah, bird guy. Yeah, there's a the big guy I mentioned before. Yep, and like a a pug pig faced looking thing with two daggers who oh. kind of represents uh, Val Ravin's skill set in that okay. really quick dodging around comes in and if he 
you can't get a combo on it because he does like a Too flashbang far, thing yeah. and disappears and stuff. So I think that was all the enemies in the game. Uh, but the combinations you get them in and the areas you've got to fight in. Makes one, it I'm, challenging. Yeah, one yeah. of them was on a bridge, like a fairly wide, maybe like five abreast wide bridge that's really long, but you don't get a lot of circling yeah, range yeah, in that. No. You've got to kind of like Forward charge in, start, and then slowly succeed ground as you know it goes on. And you can't, you can't kick them off that bridge and it found wasn't able to anyway okay or i wasn't able to get enough time because there's always like four on you at all times almost uh yeah you get a magic sword with the combat okay it's part of the thing but what i really like about it is the magic sword the only thing it gets is if you hold down your heavy attack it goes all blue yep and then you can do a, like a heavy attack, which is really good for those really big guys I mentioned. Yep. Um, but that's the only thing it, it does. does. It, yep. It's not like this, you know. Something know. fancy. Yeah, magic sword kind of thing. Um, yeah. You also get your focus ability kind of becomes more powerful. You can use it so often. So your little mirror shield that you've got, yep. it kind of recharges somehow. I'm not really sure. I think it's just by attacking and stuff. It sort of gets bored over time as well. It regenerates. And you can use that and it kind of slows everyone down a little bit and you do more damage so you can get in and do a few attacks and stuff while it and then that's basically all you get. And it's kind of I suppose a representation of her like being able to see things yeah. really clearly and really well that she can anticipate what's going what on. What they're and, doing. Yeah. You know, going it's a very subtle magical powers and sort of a, a nice power increase because as you get to the final quarter. So but the game's probably breaking up into four quarters, I think. Um when you get the final quarter. And you go up against Hela and like her her chain, yeah. your sword goes like permanently blue. So okay. it's always charged up. So then you yeah. they compensate that by giving you five or six enemies to fight yeah. at once. So and they give you the shadow versions of the two gods as well to fight. Yeah. So you while well, your power increases a so, little bit, yes. you get more enemies. Not that the enemies hit any harder though, either. So it's not like so that as long as you can of, do the same sequence as you're yeah, all. Yeah. It's just about being really good at using all the right counters for the right people at the right yeah. time. And if you do that, you just you know so when you when I died it wasn't I wasn't going maybe like you were like I can't control yeah. this. It was oh I I Did went for melee counter. instead of a dodge or I blocked yeah. when I should have evaded, you know, like yeah. I misread the tells and then died yeah. because of it kind of thing. Uh so I yeah, I just kinda for the I can't have as a lot it's not there's just the right amount of combat for this sort of game, I think, and the combat is just deep enough for yeah. the amount of time you to spend keep it with interesting. It, to keep you interested. Yeah. If it went any longer than what it was, I don't know where it could go from there. There's no because yeah. you can't juggle people in the air. There's no combo system. Yeah. I think I hit the point where it should have stopped. So that was really good in the pacing and, and whatnot for it. Uh, that's Impressed. clever. That's good high praise. Yeah. I I don't have any negative say about the combat system. Uh, I felt it was really solid. And I'm really su- this is what makes me really disappointed that you didn't get to experience that because – but interesting for the podcast in that how much yeah. difference it is yeah, yeah. between the different control systems. Like it should almost come with a thing saying like it's up with the headphones. Yeah. Recommend combat, playing with a controller. With the like, controller. You can just get a mouse if you want. Like it, it yeah. is there. But the system was really designed. designed to use the controller. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so lots of hidden items. Actually, oh, there are okay. hidden things. Like I found, I think eight. I counted. Um, you know, not crazy hidden. Like I'm walking along a path, and off to the right, I can kind of see a bit of, you know, masonry over there. So yeah. you can, oh, there's a bit of a gap in the wood. And I can just walk through there, or 
you know, you're on a, on a spiral staircase and you get off at the middle level. And when you come out, you can go back down again or you can turn right and go up. Okay. You know, um, the most tricky one I found was like a window that I walked through and there was a little ledge off to the left. And I walked on the ledge and around the corner and that one had a face of Senua's mother. So the face you see in the in the waterfall at yes. the start, that's Senua's yep. mother coming yep. back to her. And apparently she sees her face in things quite regularly. So I finally okay. found one of them, but I think there must be more subtle faces hidden around in the environment. Okay. The other ones all had uh, um, law stones. Yep. In them, which is to be expected yeah. to hear more of the story and stuff. So I didn't, I didn't find all of them because if you do, there's a little extra um, cinematic. Okay. That you get played. Right. Can we spoil you on the yeah. little cinematic thing? So your guide, um, Druth. Yes. He confesses that this. You probably didn't hear the story. I just realized now because he tells you a story about his past, like who he was before he was Druth. Okay. And how he got captured and stuff like that. Yep. Turns out that was a lie. He was captured by the Northmen and he wanted to sort of maybe broke a peace with them okay. or something like that, but they ended up just torturing him. And so he gave up the location of his village and that's why the Northmen came oh, to his village. Raided the village, okay. Yeah, and as, as it turns out, at the same sort of time, a man in black came to the Northmen and traded his, this Druth's village for his own village's freedom. And that man in black is supposed to be sending you his father. Ah, oh, okay. Well. Other reveals in the story, like um, uh, Senua's mother didn't commit suicide. She was killed by her father, burnt at the cross because her psychosis was becoming too bad. And he was the town druid and thought that was how you cured the town yeah, of the curse. Okay. Um, she ran away from home. Like it sounds like she was kind of imprisoned and maybe beaten and stuff to get the demon out of her kind of yeah. stuff. And that when she met Dillian, he saw how special she was that her her psychosis was her ability to see beyond the veil or yeah. you know, talk with spirits or whatever it's kind of always left a little bit amorphous exactly where her powers start and end and where this darkness is which is from her childhood abuse sort of sits um and so she because she she learned how to fight by watching dillian fight outside so she's looking at him through the window okay, watching yeah. him fight and that's how she learned to fight herself okay sort of thing because dillian was like how did you learn to fight yeah. you know, i really was like you know i was just watching you and yeah. she's like, he's like wow that's special that's just watch someone yeah. and, and pick it up so yeah. um that was an interesting just little little side bits thrown in part of the story little details without telling you like, this is this is how it is it just sort of yeah. answers it naturally as part of the little vignettes and stuff they have for it uh so i really dug the story in the end, you go up against Hella, and Hella's always very weird, I suppose. Like, um, you know, like the other gods are kind of like they're out ready to fight, but Hella keeps being too far away to attack. Yeah. Like the first time you see her, she bursts out of a building and, and scares you off a bridge, right? Kind of thing, and you break your sword, which leads to the quest to get the, the new sword. Yeah. Um, but kind of like doesn't attack you, just kind of like. Scares you. Scares you and yeah. throws you away, like with a big burst. Um, and then when you go through the part at the end, she's always far, too far away to attack. And as you get closer, she gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Uh, and so at okay. the end, you kind of uh, get overwhelmed. There's that overwhelm thing, the same as in the beginning, where you fight too many people and eventually you have to die in yeah. order to continue on. So she dies. Hella picks her up and stabs her with your special sword which is supposed to be a God-killing sword. Odin made it and there's a bunch of yeah. mythology around it, of course. And then the final scene is of Hela with Dillian's head. 
and she's kind of muttering to herself kind of thing. And I thought, oh, here we go. Hell's about to cast a spell to bring him back to life because it kind of sounded like a, like a bit of like an incantation kind okay, of thing. Okay, yep. Um, goes up to the edge of this build, of this tower and then drops the head off the end of the tower. And I'm like, oh, that's not what I expected. Maybe that's him returning back to the real world or whatever. Anyway, it pans up and it's actually Senua. Oh, He's okay. actually Hela. So yeah. whether Hela was actually real or not, it's sort or of left up part to of her psychosis, versus, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And so it's kind of like she sort of moved on. Yeah. So I think the whole thing is about her accepting that she's a little bit broken. Yeah. And that, you know, she has to get over Dillian's loss, that he's yeah. gone, that she can't bring him back. Yeah. And that's okay. And it kind of ends with a bit of a teaser about there's more stories to come. So we might see more. Okay. I don't know what you do with the story. That's a very good ending. I like that. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hell is great. Like the way they did the um, uh, just the design of the character because they, she's described as being half beautiful and half rotten kind of yes. thing. So yep. kind of like a two-face, the character two-face yep. um, kind of thing. So in the middle, the right-hand side is all like white flesh that's been um, like scarred with runes all over her skin kind okay. of thing. And the other side is all kind of decayed ashen on fire in parts kind of thing. Like it's all burning and stuff. So yep. really cool symmetrical kind contrast of contrast thing. going yeah. on there. Yeah. And the way she, the way the character also like sits on the ground, like on for hunt, like an animal kind of thing, on oh, hunches okay, kind of thing yeah. and screams at you and stuff, doesn't say anything, just yeah. kind of screams and yells. Stuff's really yeah. cool. More, and like there's a few other creepy enemies in different parts. Like they, the rest of the game riffs on the same ideas of finding runes and using illusions and there's a bit of a light and dark thing as well where you can't be in darkness okay so there's a few things but you don't do so much of this direct only looking for runes or only Uh, doing things like they kind of do mix it up a little bit which is nice um i thought i had a thought i think i've lost it but anyway (laughs) talk about the puzzle design uh, one of the ones that kind of stuck out to me that like was, uh, you know, just to give you an example of what the sort of puzzles become, uh, you have a, a torch and you've got to stay in the light at all times. Otherwise, the beast that protects Hela and the underworld will get you. Yep. So anytime you're in darkness, you just get all these flashy, crazy things in your face and yep. screaming and all the bits and pieces, all the trippy stuff you expect. So you walk up to the door and there's a rune gate. And then right next to it is like half the room painted in shadow from a post. And you can see that the post is there, but there's no light. Yeah. So it's the rune thing, but it's very obvious where the rune is. You're not searching for the rune. You're searching for how to turn the light on uh, to get yeah. the rune. And you see the torch is there, but to get to the torch, I have to go through a waterfall. And the waterfall will put out my torch, uh, yep. which means the beast comes for me. Yep. So I need to go and find light. So you sort of search around the area and, oh, there's a little tunnel that goes around the back, takes you around yep. the other side, and there's another torch that you can light. Yep. Okay, so now I've got light there. So what you have to do is then run through the waterfall, to the lit turn torch. right to the right, knock the bridge down to get really light your torch, and then you yep. can come back, light the other one, solve the rune and exit sort of thing. So very, not a difficult puzzle necessarily. Yeah. Certainly not the level of frustration that we felt with the R Ember on the ground, uh, but satisfying. Yeah. So okay. all, the pu- all the puzzles that you go through, I felt, were all relatively easy. Yeah. Uh, but still challenging enough that you felt a sense of satisfaction for solving. Yeah, yeah. Which is what my complaint was with the embers on the ground was I didn't feel satisfied that I yeah. I just felt glad that it was over. Yes, and I think as well they did that again with the rune on the ground, but 
because I'd learned that being up high yeah, yeah. and the things, I was like, look down, boom, there it is straight yeah. away, and I moved on. Yeah. I just feel like I could have done something a little bit better with that one to make yeah. it a bit easier. Yeah. But once I understood, like, oh, I run around until I see the sparkles of the rune, yeah. now I should start looking. Don't bother looking until yeah, you see them until you see the no sparkles yeah. kind of thing, which made it maybe a little bit easier Yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Freaky, freaky monsters in the light and dark section. At one point, you, I think you have to escape the beast. You got to defeat that. Another big mini boss, big dog like thing, which is quite a good okay. little fight. Um, does a lot of stuff where it disappears off into shadows and then just, you gotta like listen. This, that sound as well becomes a big, another one they use as well, like following the sound and tracking it. So you gotta like, track for the sound of the beast in the dark so you can watch where it jumps back in and okay. jumps out of the way. So yep. there's a few other little puzzles where you gotta listen to what's going on. One of the ones that really gave me, um, Oh, sorry. Let me talk about the crazy, crazy guy. So after you beat the beast, you got to walk through darkness. Effectively, you can't see very much. If you focus in, you can kind of see a little bit more. But you, you walk into this doorway, and she's like, "There's something in here with me." And Gideon's like, um, uh, "Sorry, Dillian's like, go on, it's fine. You got, you got to find me, kind of thing." She's kind of yeah. following him around, his spirit around the place. And when you get inside, you kind of see this bit of an outline of the shape, sort of thing. And as you get closer and you work your way around it. It's like this half humanoid thing and it's got these blobbing, pulsating bits sticking out of it all places. Yeah. It's kind of a bit of a face thing going on. Just and then you gotta walk through like a whole bunch of them that are all like roaming around. You gotta like dodge them and stuff and stay out of their way and make it to the other end. That was like creepy. Ooh, gross things. <laughs> the hell scene has like the um you know, the hands, the the you know, the common uh like hands reaching out of nothing. There's yeah, like a black yeah. hand. There's always just they're poking out and yeah. trying to grab you and stuff like that. So lots of creepy, more creepy imagery and stuff like that. The one that really got me like a lot of these fights and stuff are really intense, but uh, as part of unlocking the sword, you have to do four four trials kind of thing, and they're all related to a past. Most of it seems to be, but there's one where you've got to you enter in this maze and you got to find three runes in the maze, and it's all just wooden doors with bars in them sometimes so you can kind of see a little bit further on you run yep. through it some of them got like duck under things under posts and stuff but there's this creature in flame and they've got a really good look at it which kind of tells you like how terrifying it makes it seem but it's i try I, there's like a movie or something that i've seen well it, i guess it's maybe it's a really common thing where you see like the deep uh, the balrog in um in lord, of the, lord of the rings where you see the Balrog's flames light up the corridor, yep. like a good little bit of light, and then it's, it's brighter and brighter. Yep. You know, kind of you get a lot of that sort of shadowing where you see like the red. Of so the you flame. know it's coming. No, it's coming, and it seems to be really slow, much slower than what you are. But it can walk through walls, so you're running on the outside of the maze, uh, trying to get to the rune. You got to focus in, get the rune. Okay, run again, you know. And as you're focusing yep. in, it's catching up, and so yep. you got to find a path, optimal path through that will let you run around the monster and keep it at arm's length the entire time they make it back right. to the door to escape. That took me like four goes. I kept going the one direction and I realized go the other way. <laughs> uh, but that was super intense. Like having this monster kind of growling at yeah, you. And this ever-present danger. The, yeah, the light, the way it kind of slowly gets more, you know, more bright and stuff and you're like, oh, I can see it come. Oh, yeah, really well done. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, okay. That's all I want to say on the monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sound is consistently good throughout the whole thing. Great use of sound. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, the monster scene is great when you finally see the, um, the darkness starts to talk to you. Okay. Which turns out to be a manifestation of 
her father, okay. surprisingly. Yeah. But he's like this, soon you are, you will die today kind of thing. Like it's like yeah, classic yeah. real, and it's like in the sound, it comes right down from like underneath, yeah, your, underneath ears, your ears, kind of like yeah. malevolent kind of rising up here. Um, so it's super creepy. And yeah, just sounds, the soundscape is amazing. I understand now why there's no OST, original soundtrack for yeah. this thing, because there really isn't a lot of songs per se on this. Uh, there's lots of uh, creepy, noisy uh, stuff. There's yeah. a lot of drums and chanting kind of stuff, but there's certainly not a lot no of actual music. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing to it. So great music, not good for listening to outside of the game. Yeah. You, unless you want to scare yourself. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> Uh, there is a bit of a song at the end with actual words and stuff like that, which is really nice. But apart from that, it's all pretty much the same kind of thing. Uh, sounds like a 10 out of 10. Like I just... Reminds- yeah, the way they used the sound, even the small bit that I played, yeah. was very clever. Was yeah, very good. It doesn't get old. Maybe this, again, this is a, a, a artifact of how short the game is. Maybe if you're going... I don't yes. think the game needs to be any, any longer, to be honest. I don't know that I could have kept going longer because it is like overwhelming like the visuals are very overwhelming the sound is very overwhelming you know or i mean overwhelming is not maybe not the right word but intense yeah i mean when you're running from the even when even in the base where you got to stay out, the, out of the shadows when you run to the shadows it's kind of like reminds me of a mass effect where you have the reaper oh no not reaper visions uh, visions of the reapers from the prothean monolith oh yeah you know yeah. it's just like yeah. these Images Flashes you can't, you can't tell, make any sense out but of. But even more, even less distinct in this, and the beast is like again, it uses the creepy red light, kind of getting brighter from yeah. behind you, kind of thing, as if it's charging down behind you, right? Like it's like this. Oh, it's right, right there. Time. Yeah, you know, it's very very intense kind of experience all around. Um, so yeah, I <laughs> I just been talking about how much I liked it, the whole thing. I still think it got overhyped. Right. Reading how much, okay. you know, like, oh, it's the best game of the year. Yeah. And, like, I really wish I hadn't have known any of that and I would have gone into it yeah. a little bit well, more blind. When I gave up on it, I did a bit of extra reading of reviews and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the reviewers said, this this is a piece of art. This is not a game. The game aspect of this lets it down, but the art mm-hmm. aspect of this, this is the... This is an amazing piece of art in computer game form. Yeah. And I think from what I played, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I'd been able to finish it, I think I would have felt the same way that you did, that it was an amazing piece of art. Oh, yeah, And definitely. they took every idea to the extreme and did it really, really well. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not something you're going to go and play through six times because it's so good. No, no. I mean, I'm tempted to go back and do all the lodestones just so I can get 100% completion on Steam for the achievements. Because <laughs> um, I've got all the rest ball. of them. There's no, yeah, I know, I know, terrible. Um, but I don't know that I feel the need to play it again, mostly because the puzzles don't don't lend themselves to replay. replay cause yeah, no, uh, as I yeah. said, when I played, played it the first time, it took me... 20 minutes to do what took me three hours to do when I didn't know the answer solution to the puzzles. Yeah, yeah. And they don't get, as a, like, they still don't get any harder. There's no, and while they got the concepts, you know, the sound, the light, the illusions, the yeah. the runes, all the elements are there and they, they play with them really well. They're not particularly deep. Yeah. And I think what's what was interesting for, maybe this is part of the adaptive combat as well, maybe it got harder for me, but I think about Yana playing it, my wife playing it, 
she'd enjoy the puzzles. So they're right on the right tier for her sort of play level skill yeah. to beat, and the art and you know, would be enjoyable for her. But no way she could beat the combat. Not a chance. Right, she would okay. need not. Well, she's not a gamer, so like she wouldn't have the perseverance to learn. Yeah, it. yeah. So to keep that creates a bit of a barrier for entry there, which is a bit odd, maybe. Yeah. Like it's sort of the combat is is serious. It's not. Yeah, well, that's the thing that stopped me playing play. it. But the puzzles are not serious. They're not a puzzle games. Not, yeah, not missed not, puzzles. Yeah, they're not puzzle puzzles. Which I wouldn't really enjoy either. But you know, like there's this disparity. Yeah, this interesting disparity between the difficulty of the combat and the difficulty of the puzzles. Because it's not a walking simulator, really, because of that combat. It yeah. can't be because, you, yeah. you know, uh, even the running parts, like that running maze, unless you've got good control, you can't run through that maze fast enough. Fast enough, to beat yeah, the, to beat the, the beast. I kind of want to go back to that one just to have a look at the monsters, see if I can actually see what it is because <laughs> I was always too scared to stop. You probably to sort can't. Of, probably not. It's probably nothing. Probably just lie and you get burnt before it. Well, and particularly you. if you're saying how, how the game ended, the whole thing is her psychosis, so all of it's in her head anyway. Yeah. So you can't outrun your psychosis. So no, it's. Yeah. I don't know that it's all in her head. Okay, you think some of it's she really does go to hell? I mean, like you know, hey, people can she running around with a stick in a forest, and you know, maybe that's how it isn't like objectively in the real world kind of thing. I just think it wouldn't be as interesting if it was all in her head. I think yeah. it's more interesting if it's a mix between her going to hell and. Her own hallucinations. Her psychoses and yeah. Yeah, her perception of the world. Because when you go through the four trials, I don't know. I'm, try- I'm trying to think. No, because that's all just. Talk about the four trials being the four trials of any warrior and the, and the trials reflect who the person is. So the reason they're a bit crazy is because she's a bit she's crazy. She's a bit crazy. Yeah. You know, if you're a more straight up and down warrior, maybe you get just straight up and down fights in these. But then again, that's. There's no. I'm trying to think now if there's any link at all that suggests. That what she's seeing, she does get wounded, and when she has flashbacks and things, she's not wounded anymore. She gets a nasty cut on her face from Hella. Mm-hmm. It's just a uh, she cauterizes with a with her broken sword, yeah. um, and then she has that scar on her face, and half of her blue paint yeah. makeup is gone and stuff. So okay, you know, uh, and then when she has like vision, when she goes to the four trials, she looks. Normal. That's all gone. When she comes yeah. back from the trials, she's back to having back, scarring. Yeah. So there's, you know, not, there's nothing. To, I guess the whole point is a bit like uh, maybe it's a bit like Inception, where you can read it. Is yeah. it real or is it not? Yeah. It work it out ways, yourself. You know, you yeah. can. Yeah. I, I think it's more interesting if it's partially, partially real. real. Like I don't think if she ever met Hella, I don't think a god would let her get that close because they're yeah. presumably omnipotent beings, kind of yeah. thing. Uh, but she may have found the path. Through, like the minor gods yeah. might have been real, kind of thing, in that she may have found a path in the underworld and died because of it, because yeah. she passed into that realm when she got when she went across the bridge, maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll take it as being like partially real, partially fake. For my in my mind, I think that'd be more interesting, more yeah. interesting take on it. Yeah. I'm trying to think now if she's already healed up at the very end. Maybe she is. Then again, by the end, she's already been stabbed to the chest, so she's technically dead anyway <laughs> with the god killer sword. So, yeah. you know, yeah. she's definitely dead at that point at the very least. Um, yeah, like all in all, I really enjoyed this. I would recommend it. If he can, I picked it up for $30. I think it was worth $30 playthrough, even with the okay. technically short playtime. I think yeah. it was an action-packed. No, no, like, dead zones. 
I don't think. Right, okay. Like, there's nothing that you don't spend a lot of time just walking through the countryside kind of thing. Yeah, the longest yeah. part you do with that is at the very start of the game during that introduction period yeah. right. kind of thing. Yeah. I think it loses a couple of points for just being a little bit too hands-off with the tutorials. Yeah, a little bit of juice. Do a little bit more with that could have been better. The yeah. voices could have been more effective. I felt the voices were more effective later on in the game and giving you proper okay. advice and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I give it a thumbs up. It was probably a better game. Let me see. Out of the ones we've played for the podcast so far, it's probably the best game we've played so far, I think. Okay. I'd put it up there. Okay. Like Andromeda obviously is a bigger game. There's more to do in it. Yeah. Arguably, there's probably better parts about it. But as a yeah. as a whole experience. It was very disappointing. Yeah. And yeah. Senua is not. I think it's a whole package. Uh, yeah. You, know, you can credit other puzzles weren't difficult enough, but they were challenging and they were satisfying when you beat them. Yeah. I'm not really int- not discounting replayability. Yeah. Because I never went back and played Redometa again, really. So, you know, uh, yeah. Tyranny was like half finished or had just too much in it and never got fully <laughs> yeah, fleshed out. Too Where many ideas that they didn't get a chance to develop properly. Where, if anything, everything that they introduced in Senua gets used yeah, to its okay. fullest extent. Like as much as yeah. you'd want to do that thing, it gets done and then it stops. Yeah. Yeah. And Fallout 4 was just so enormous. <sighs> yeah, Fallout 4 is is tough. That's the one I was kind of like... It's it better. Yeah. Because it's definitely like the base building stuff I didn't really enjoy so much and it wasn't fixed until DLC. Yeah. And if you compare it, I, mean, I guess you can't really compare price because um, you can pick it up for cheap these days anyway, but in terms of sheer amount of content, obviously Fallout 4 is Yeah, it's an so amazing amount of content. Yeah. I think with Fallout 4, for the most part, I've kind of played that game before. In different iterations. Yeah, yeah. you know, like... The, yeah, whereas this, I've never played anything like... Nothing that's done with the sound. Like the sound really... Um, for setting the tension, it's like it's like Doom level of sound, you know, where Doom was always really so good about laying down, even like for such an old game, being able to foreshadow enemies coming up and things yeah. behind you and stuff like that. Just fantastic, you know, just like with this. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be tough. It's, you know, just to put a thing up to make it controversial, Hellblade's the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely enjoyed my time with it. I would recommend it to anyone. To pick it up, just just play it with the controller. controller. Yeah, you got to have headphones and you make have sure a controller your controller works with your computer. Hundred yeah. percent. Just 100%. get it on PlayStation. That's heaps <laughs> just, easier. Just, just no problem at all. <laughs> yeah, well, that's disappointing. Yeah. I just I just struggled so much trying to get that controller to work. Yeah, yeah. And I got so enthused by it that I wanted to play it again. And even though I didn't get the controller, I gave it another go. But mm. it's just the combat is just too hard with. Your left hand on the keyboard. Mm, absolutely, you no. just can't do enough quickly enough. I'd agree. I would absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting because had a discussion with uh, Pete from Prodromos, which were banded over there in the Andromeda Galaxy. I'm sorry <laughs> for him. Still stuck there at that water recycling plant. Uh, just about um, uh, like PC versus console, you know, kind of thing. You know. And like every platform's got its pros and cons, and you know, supposedly a pro of the PC one is play with whatever device you want. Yes, but yes. only when it works. Yes, kind of thing really just drives it like that extra technical hurdle you can hit on a PC that you don't necessarily get on the console. Yeah, kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, uh, funny games. <sighs> oh well, maybe one day you'll 
get a controller or you see it on five bucks on PlayStation and, and go for it. No, no, I'll probably get a controller working with my PC eventually and yeah. then give it another go. Give it another crack. I was speaking to my friend Eric uh, when I was in Sydney last week and he played it like last year and okay. I forgot he actually told me about it and I just totally blanked it out. Forgot about it, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he didn't know that the permadeath wasn't real. real. Okay. And so he was panicking the whole time. Yeah, and like playing it again with that in mind and those battles had to go through, it would have yeah. been frighteningly intense. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know that it was actually... Well, it was down. interesting. That was the one thing about the control system on the c- keyboard mm. but because I died so many times trying to fight stuff that it became blatantly apparent to me that the permadeath wasn't real. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. the amount that the thing was moving up her arm was drastic at first. The first three deaths is quite drastic. Yeah. And then, and then when you've died another 19 times and you can't even see that it's moved, you go, okay, it doesn't get any further than that. Yeah, and okay, that maybe that's something else. Like it doesn't really progress. Like it seems to like be stuck at a shoulder for ages and then it sort of then is like half wrapped neck. Okay. At some point in okay, like I kind of I kind of forgot about it as a whole. Maybe because I wasn't paying attention because I knew it wasn't, it wasn't a real, real. thing, so yeah. I wasn't noticing it. But I think they could have done more a more subtle thing with that creeping up your arm, yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. It sort of does go like almost. It's almost starts up half wrap arm before yeah. it even begins. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I've seen games do the whole corruption thing. Yeah. Before I mean they did it a little bit better, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Nitpicking, nitpicking, nitpicking. Yep. Hey, look, I, you know when you're nitpicking like the details about how far it goes behind, it's a sign of a good game. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. So, what next? I think we need to go back to the past and play The Witcher Three. Oh, everybody says it's so good. I think we've got to find out for ourselves. I think that's fair. That's fair. We, do you think it'll suffer from like in the same way that you know Hellblade's uh, Game of the Year? You know. Witcher 3, everyone says it's really good. Do you think that's going to skew your impression of the game? No, because, because I think it actually is really good. Oh, okay. It's, 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 yeah. That's one thing. If you live up to the height, then that's fine. It's only when you fall short. Yeah, that the is the problem. It feels the problem. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one. It's only going to be a, a bigger time commitment than Senua, that's for sure. Yes. Yeah. But that's right. I've got it on console so I can play it at a more leisurely pace. And actually know that the controls are going to do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> well, you're going to need a physical one too because it's another heavy combat yeah. Yeah. game again. I don't know how much difference it's going to be from The Witcher 2, but The Witcher 2 was super intense on its combat. More so than, I think, Senua's Song. That's going to be an interesting comparison, actually, to compare the two and how combat they work. Combat styles, yeah. 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 Well, I've only played a little bit of The Witcher, the first one. So well, it's like completely different. Talk yeah. about like three games that don't have anything to do with and each other. do with each other, yeah. Like... So I've probably got a steep learning curve, but we'll see how I go. Yeah. Well, I, I can always it's... drop the combat dump down to dummy if I need to. <laughs> if you need to, if you get stuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you reckon? Because I know there's like, I bought the Game of the Year edition in anticipation for this while I was on special. <laughs> yep. Uh, do we know how the DLC rolls in this one? Like, is it just tacked on at the end, or is it stuff that's going to be like, like with uh, no, Tyranny? We're gonna. Yeah, no, I think through. it's discrete areas. I think it's specific uh, areas. So yeah. So what is it? It's blood and taxes. I did not and look. I just went. Game of the year. Seventy yeah, dollars. Thank I think you very much. I think there's three. I think one of them might be just intermixed in the main story, which okay. we won't even know. We're playing the DLC, but I think the other two. I think mm. there's three. 
I really haven't done a lot of research into this, admittedly, but I think they're distinct areas like okay. um, Fallout was distinct areas with the DLC. And yep. yep, yep. Okay, so it should be too yeah. hard for us to, I don't know if we want to get caught up in all the DLC as well to see how long it takes us to... No, no, well, let's just, it. if we can work out what's clearly the base game, let's stick to that yep. and see how we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 98 hours later, if we still want to keep going, we might do the DLC. <laughs> Is that how long it is? Like hundred hours? Well, see, Fallout 4, oh, I think so, yeah. Like Fallout 4, I've still got heaps to do in Fallout oh, 4, so and much. I want to get back to it one day. But. I've dove in a couple of times um, and just done a couple of the puzzle boxes. Yeah. Uh, that's great fun. Like, yeah. just to be able to go in, oh, yeah, I've made that one before, go through, plow through it, and it's so much fun. Yeah. It's got, um, it's surprising, again, surprisingly pick up and play in that respect, at least, anyway. Yeah. Just so you can go in and have a bit of a, a fun, oh, that's right, the shotgun's so good, oh, let me try the flaming sword this time and see if I can't yeah. get through this. Yeah. Yeah. The only with Witcher 3 was the insane amount of side quests. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's see how we go. If we're getting way too carried away on the side quests, we can agree to stick to the main story for the podcast right. and then... Dreadful here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we took ages to do Andromeda. We did take quite some time to finish yeah, Andromeda. We did, yeah. It just depends on whether there's lots of stuff to talk about or not. Which and I Fallout 4 was presume. basically a case of we could keep doing this forever. Yeah. Let's agree to finish the main story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so we it. can do the same thing. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to The Witcher. Me too. I'd like to finish off that trilogy because uh, it's been sitting on the uh, on the back burner for quite some time. Yeah. Just haven't we wanted to dive in? I haven't had an excuse to dive in no. for the amount of hours that it exactly takes. Exactly, that it takes. To beat it. So, have you even played number two at all? I didn't play number two at all, no. So, are you going to go and read some Wikipedia or something to sort of. Cause Probably I think, not. I don't know. Hopefully, there's a good introduction that gets me up to speed. Yeah, because it's fairly political, geopolitically yeah. heavy. There was all of that in the first one. Well, just to continue on the second one, like it's all a continue, direct right. continuation of those. Okay. Uh, wars and battles that you were fighting kind of thing, uh, if not on a larger scale, because you start off as being like the advisor to the king on campaign okay. Wow, in okay. the second one. Uh, but I don't know how the third one, third story is going to go, whether you'll miss a lot because you I think it's more monster game. hunting, isn't it, the third one? Yeah. We'll I find out. purposely we'll find not out. Like, looked into it because I'm no. like, oh, I'll find out when I, yep. when I get to and it. And I'll see. Let's, I'll, I'll go in blind, baby-faced and... Square-eyed or whatever mm-hmm. the expression is. <laughs> I'm sure that's not it. But <laughs> Something like that. Like that. Close enough. And then if I need to find out more, then I'll Wikipedia do my research up. and find yeah. out more. Cool, cool, cool. What's going before. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, then, let's uh, call it the end on Senua. Now I've got to update the artwork. <laughs> Can we not get a one more episode of this, Tony, before I go through that whole process again? I'm sorry. I'm oh just. I'm too crap at the keyboard. I couldn't do it. <laughs> It's all good, all good. All right, thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet. <laughs>